You are now listening to Changing Lives, a podcast presented by Mount Gilead Full Gospel International Ministries, hosted by co-pastor Elena Robertson. Hello and welcome to Changing Lives. We are changing lives with the Word of God. and We are continuing with our uh, series, Deliverance from People. Gotta do it. Okay, we need deliverance from people. So this is part two. And as I explained in the first podcast dealing with um, deliverance from people, part one, um, that is not about picking people off and getting rid of people. Okay, um, God created us that we needed each other and that we should love one another and serve one another. But we deal with people each and every day and we have to learn how to be in harmony. And sometimes there are people that we may not be able to be in harmony and be in the same space. Okay. But what I'm talking about is learning how to be who God has called you to be without being driven by what other people think of you or whatever other people tell you to do based on what they feel you should be doing or based on being a people pleaser um, or based on trying to be accepted and affirmed by other people. And that's critical. And I think you can go all through life trying to please other people because you may not know who you are. So go back to the part one if you didn't get a chance to listen to Deliverance from People, the first one, because it really talks about um, all those three aspects of opinions of other people, um, being a people pleaser, and being accepted by them. I'm led to really talk about doing this podcast is um, based on Colossians 3.23, where it says, work willingly at whatever you do. This is the Passion Translation. Work willingly at whatever you do as though you were working for the Lord rather than for people. And I think a lot of times, especially in the church, we can get tripped up by people. We can get, um, you know, we can go on detours. We can check out of the game. We can be on the on the side of the road, you know, just not where we're supposed to be because we've gotten tangled up in what people may have done to us or whatever. And I talked about even offense in a couple of podcasts back. So even go listen to that. If you feel like you're dealing with, um, you know, just that conflict with people where, People make you mad and you just don't want to deal with them. You just want to just have no connection and, you know, um, just totally check out and totally avoid people. And, you know, that's not God. It's it's just not God at all, you know. And so and I know that there are situations where you just have to, you know, sometimes assess whether it's it's healthy to be in a place with another person that may necessarily may at times be toxic or whatever, that's different. We're talking about you making a choice to not be a lovely person towards someone because they offended you, whether they it was their fault or they didn't mean to, but yet and still we have control over that. And we have to decide whether we're going to live a life of happiness and peace and joy and whether we're going to be delivered from people and not wait on them to come and apologize to us or, you know, own up to whatever they did. Sometimes people may never do that, but you can't spend the rest of your life waiting on someone to tell you you were right 
or to tell you I'm sorry. You have to make up in your mind, okay, I'm going to release people um, from you know, this demand that I'm expecting of them, this this requirement that I'm expecting of them in order for me to move on and to be happy, okay? So that's what I want to kind of camp in on now. And because um, I think it's critical because we can, we can um, miss our assignment that God has for our lives. We can, um, you know, leave our, 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 our place that God has destined us for to be, you know, I ministered a message dealing with um, the all factor and, and pointed out our heavenly place where God has designed us to be here on this earth. OK, and um, we just give people too much power, you know, and some, you know, a lot of times, you know, when you give people the power of your destiny, then you're leaving it to chance. You're leaving it to, you know, okay, or, you know, you got a hold of my destiny and I can't move forward until, you know, you you you, you ask for forgiveness or, or I forgive you, you know? So when we do that, whether we're supposed to give forgiveness or we're looking for forgiveness, we literally are giving, handing our destiny over to that person and we're waiting on them to get it right or to do what they're supposed to do. And uh, we can't we can't do that, you know, and so we live our lives as we're working for them. That to me, when I look at that scripture, to me, that's what that it means to me, you know. And so and so as we get up in the morning with, you know, when, if God tells us to do something, if he's leading us to do something, then are we stuck on, you know, um, waiting on someone else? to get it right so that we can get right with, with God and accept what God is calling us to do. And that's not God. And so I, I can remember, you know, just other things that we do, you know, it may not necessarily been that somebody did something traumatic, you know, to me, but I can remember one time um, just um, dealing with um, ministering, ministering the word and, um, you know, hearing comments that weren't very lovely, you know, and, um, and so because I wasn't mature enough to, to recognize, okay, it's probably coming from an insecure place as far as that comment is concerned, immature place, insensitive place, because of whatever they're going through. Um, but not being delivered from that person kept me from really moving forward from really ministering the word like I needed to or should have. So I would put it on hold. I would shy away from it. I would, I would, I would just not, you know, embrace the opportunity to minister because I would always be thinking about, okay, well, if this, is this person going to be critical? Is this person going to accept what, um, you know, how I minister, my form, my fashion, whether I split my verbs. I mean, I, sometimes I, I'll listen to my message so I can, you know, write down some points because a lot of times prophetically I'm ministering and it's not even on my notes. And so I'll go back and I'll listen to the message to get some of that, those notes down so that, you know, the Lord can, um, I can use them, you know, in the future. And there's times it's like, girl, where, what happened to your English with that? You, you it, it should have been plural and you didn't say the word plural, you know, and, and I've been delivered from that <laughs> because I, so, certainly I want to do better at it. And, um, 
and I do do better each time because I learn from my mistakes. Um, but, but, um, you know, you can use that as a, um, you know, a thing that can really hurt you and hinder you from moving forward. So I had to learn how to release those things, you know, and be delivered from people, you know, and just trust that I do the best that I can. I release what God has given me and God, did I please you, you know? So at the end of the day, what matters most is God, are you okay with what I did? Did, did I say what I needed to say? And so, and, and, and so, um, you know, so if you're not delivered from people will keep you from just moving forward, getting promotions, all kinds of things. And so when we look at that working willingly at whatever you do, you know, and so sometimes that opinions of men, the people pleasing, the acceptance, all that falls into play. You know, what I find a lot of times is even in the church, you know, people, will do things just to please the pastor, you know? And when, when you do things to just please a person, um, then certainly your motives are not in order according to God's word. And so if you're doing things, you know, if the pastor asks you, you do it. But um, if someone else asks you to do it, then you're like, no, you know, well, yeah, sure. We want to do what our pastor would ask of us and we want to make our pastor happy. But if that's all you're driven by and you're not really set on, um, you know, doing things that God has called you to do. Um, and if your pastor, you know, is not there and then you don't do what you would normally do in the presence of your pastor, that's needing deliverance from people because you're trying to please that person, but you're not concerned about anybody else, you know? And so to me, that's twisted. That's, that's, that's just not God. And so, but anyway, what we're doing is learning to work at whatever we do, whatever we do. It doesn't matter whether you're given an assignment in church, whether, you know, you are, um, you know, just, um, whether, whether it's a part of your call or your destiny that God has called you to do, um, whether you're showing kindness to somebody, um, you know, and maybe you show kindness to only those people that you feel like like you or you feel like uh, will accept you, you know, but, you know, you got to follow the, the will of God because it may not always be that God would give you an assignment to deal with the lovable what about the unlovable? They still need God too, right? And so it, even like in witnessing, sometimes you'll go out and you go witnessing uh, to people and they, not, they may not be lovable, you know, but do you not go because you may be rejected of men? Uh, somebody may not receive your ministry to them of salvation? No, no, you go to the next person. You kick the dust off your feet and you go to the next person. That's what God calls us to do, right? So, but if you're doing it for man, then you'll be like, well, I'm, af I'm afraid of, you know, how I'm going to be treated, you know? And of course, nobody wants to be treated mean and nasty, no. But when you have it all in perspective and you truly are delivered from people, then you recognize, as I mentioned in the first, Part one, you got to understand where people are coming from, 
you know? So if, 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 if you're going to witness and minister to somebody, maybe street witness, witnessing or whatever, and they, they, they cut you off, they're, they're mean, they reject you, where they're probably coming from a place of rejection, a place of bitterness, a, a place of just heartache and, you know, trouble. And so what's going to come out of them? That very thing. So when you're delivered from people, then you'll recognize, okay, I'm 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 just gonna pray for them and I'm gonna move on because there's gonna be someone who's receptive to um the call of salvation, you know. And so so the so being delivered from people runs the gamut from dealing with people who hurt you intentionally, from out of evil, from trauma, all the way to being wise, even as a soul winner. You know, even as doing work in the ministry, serving in the ministry, um, serving in your church, being a servant, you know, and, and what's your motive? You know, you're delivered from people when you serve and you serve out of your heart to please God, as opposed you're serving because you want to be recognized for of men or you, you, um, you, you, you want to be looked upon as someone that's that's a good person. That's a servant. You know, to me, that's not working for the Lord. That's working for people to look good at you or for you to get, you know, compliments and, you know, all of those things, you know? And so you can be a people pleaser, you know, even, even in worship, even in worship, you know, as a worship leader, you can be uh, in a place where you need deliverance from people. You know, and, 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 and that, what does that look like? You know, if you're getting up there and you're worshiping and you're waiting for people to get with you, you're trying to please people. You're trying to get everybody on board and, and worship is not about that. Worship is about you going to a place in God and showing people how to do it because not everybody knows how to worship. Okay. So, you know, so, so that's, that's, a place where we can need deliverance from people, you know? And so, um, but you, you know, so, so we look at our lives and, and whatever we do. So whether we're worshiping, whether we're serving, whether, you know, uh, even what, you, what we wear, if you look at, you know, when you get dressed in the morning, you know, and you get ready to go to work or you're getting ready to go maybe to church or you're getting ready to go someplace where, you know, of course, there's going to be people. Do you dress yourself because you want other people to, you know, um, to compliment you or, you know, do you go out of your way to put together an outfit just to impress people, you know? And sure, you know, I mean, that's not all bad, you know, but to me, you should get dressed because, you want to feel good about what you're wearing. You like what you're wearing. You like the way you look. And whether somebody else likes it or not, it doesn't matter. Whether somebody else compliments it or not, I like this. You know, and some of us can have some very um, quirky ways of dressing, you know. But when you're confident in that, then you're not looking for people to get with you to say, okay, you're okay today. So you can come and, you know, be in the acceptance group, you know? No. So, so even in your dressing, you should do it as unto the Lord and not to man, you know, to please God and not man. And so, um, so it's, it's a very simple verse, um, but it's very powerful to look at that. Whatever you do, do it willingly, 
you know, um, you know, so sometimes when we do things, we do it not because our whole heart is in it. It's because we're doing it because, I don't know, we want to save face or we don't, you know, want to disappoint, disappoint people. Really, our whole heart is, is not in it. I can remember, you know, in my household, you know, there were always a load of dirty dishes in the sink. <laughs> so, you know, and so with those dirty dishes in the sink, somebody got to clean it, you know, and so. A lot of times I may end up, you know, having to be the person that would wash the dishes and all that. And, oh, I would put it off. You know, we had other sisters and, you know, at that time, you know, the sisters would do the work in the house and the and the brothers would do the work outside the house. You know, now whether it got done, that's another story. Right. And so but, you know, so but it seemed like it was always a pile of dirty dishes in the sink because nobody wanted to do it. But I remember sometimes going over to a friend's house or, you know, someone's house that I didn't want them to think, you know, bad of me. And we may be socializing or fellowshipping or whatever, and dishes may need to be washed. You know, I would be like, well, I'll do them. I'll help, you know, with the dishes. And I had to think about that, you know, after a while, it's like, why did I do dishes at the house? And so it was because I would do the dishes in this setting with, you know, that person that I wanted to please. I didn't want them to look at me and think, oh, you know, you're not a worker or you're, you know, you, you know, what, what, what kind of housekeeping do you keep? You know, if, if you don't, you know, be sensitive to the fact that dishes need to be washed and you don't pitch in, you know, so something to think about, right? But we do it all the time, you know, and so we'll be one way, you know, we may, we may, we may help, you know, uh, you know, our spouse out of the car when we're in front of everybody in church, uh, out in the parking lot, everybody's getting out their cars and heading to, to the, to the, you know, to the house of God. And so we're going to get out and open up that car door and, you know, cause everybody's watching. Okay. So when you're out somewhere where, you know, there's no saints that are, you know, around or whatever, do you open that car door? Yes. Yeah, some kudos to those who do, but sometimes there are those who don't, you know, and why don't you, you know, because what you were doing, you really weren't working at it unto the Lord. You were working at it as unto man, trying to please man who was looking, you know, and should I, you know, I'm going to do this because I want them to think good of me. I want them to think well of me, you know? And so, um, but you know, that ain't right. Okay. And so working willingly at whatever you do. So putting your whole heart into it, you know, and, and, and this is a perfect, um, you know, scripture dealing with, pleasing people, you know, and so it runs the gamut of the things that you can do, you know, um, in life. What are you doing it for? You know, we, you know, you know, even to picking a career, what are you picking a career for? Is it to please your parents? And you know, God has called you to do something else. Uh, you know, that, that can be a sticky situation. I understand that, you know, maybe you're passionate about something else. And, um, and so, so you, you're trying to please us and, and, and make, you know, maybe your father, you know, accept you, you know, uh, uh, um, be proud of you, you know, and um, in and of itself, that's not necessarily bad. But when you're driven by that and, and you totally, you know, are so focused on pleasing that person and, and getting that person to, to accept you, um, 
it shows that there's some underlining issues going on. Okay. Um, and so, um, so we have to really look at that, you know, so, so picking a career, you know, even, you know, we're at this season where everybody's going back to school. We have college students going to school, some going to school for the first time. I can remember, you know, dealing with the pressures of trying to please people because getting to know people and certain things I, you know, uh, may, may not necessarily have done, you know, um, before attending college that I would do because I didn't want to feel um, out, you know, and, and, it didn't want to feel like I was, you know, not cool or, you know, um, not in the know type of thing. And so, um, and that happens all the time. It's called peer pressure, <laughs> you know? And so peer pressure comes when you're trying to please people, you know, and, and it's critical during this time that, you know, you, you, you begin to recognize who you are. And so, and to have a relationship with God, because if you don't, then you're going to follow the crowd. You're going to do whatever everybody else is doing so you can fit in and be okay with everybody. Okay. And, um, and that's not always the best thing. And so I want to encourage you, you know, it's a simple message, but, you know, we can be so spiritual that we're no earthly good at times because we miss those simple things that build character in us, that help us to be who God has called us to be. And um, so being delivered from people, trying to do things to please people, trying to do things to be accepted, um, you know, I really want to challenge you to to look introspective and see when you wake up in the morning, what's your drive? What drives you? Does does other people drive you or does God drive you? Um, what he wants and what he desires for you to do, does that drive you or what you're going to do on your job? Um, what people, you know, your interaction with people and, 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 and their response to you, is that driven by the work that you do? Is it driven by what they what what they want would desire for you. And so I want to just encourage you. You know, the word says, whatever you do, do it wholeheartedly as unto the Lord and not unto man. Um and another scripture or another version says as working for the Lord rather than for people. So I just want to encourage you in this word. Listen to both again, because I believe all of us have been stumped sometimes by just different areas where we just need deliverance from people. Let me say this lastly before we go. Um, I, you know, I can remember getting a resolve in my spirit, you know, um, when just trying to please people, you know, becoming a first lady and all those different things and just, you know, ministering the word, all of that, you know, and just trying to say, are people going to get with me or they just tolerate me because, um, you know, because of, you know, I'm the bishop's wife and all of those things. And finally, I, I came to the realization, who who has died for me? Jesus Christ. Who has set me free. Jesus Christ, who gave his whole life for me and went through the suffering, you know, uh, the chastisement, the beating, went through all those things so that I could have healing, that I could have deliverance, so that I can be whole, so I can have peace of mind, all those things. Jesus Christ. So when I put it all in perspective, I'm so concerned about how other people receive me, I recognize 
what have these people done for me to be able to save me, to deliver me? What have these people done, given to me in a spiritual way, in a soulish way um, to cause me to want to please them, you know? And so, so, so that was a big thing for me. So I had to, to recognize, you know, people can't save you. They, they can't heal you. They, they can't even deliver you. They don't even have the power. They can lead you to salvation. They can lead you to healing. They can lead you to deliverance, but all of that leads to Jesus Christ. So in your efforts to try to please anybody or whatever you're doing, Keep that in focus, that it is God who has done everything for us. It is Jesus Christ who has given his life for you. So that's who you owe your allegiance to. That's who you owe your, um, you know, wanting to get acceptance from, approval from, is from God, from Jesus from our maker. Okay. So I pray that this um, podcast has been a blessing to you. So I just want to encourage you to get that deliverance that you need from people by putting in perspective what Jesus Christ has done for you and doing it with your whole heart, whatever you do to him and not to man. God bless you. This has been another episode of Changing Lives. Be sure to subscribe to stay updated on new episodes. Also, find us on the web at mountgileadfgim.org and follow us on Instagram at mountgileadfgim.